0: Welcome, everybody, to episode 34 of Talkin' Jacks. This episode will be between 45 minutes and an hour and a half of full-on celebration because Mm -hmm. we scored a goal. Not only that, we scored four goals. Four goals. My name is Alex Warren. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Ben. Ben, I assume you're doing well, but I'm going to ask... Because as I always do, how are you doing? I'm doing exceptional, actually. It's a good it's, uh, way to describe it.
1: Yeah, it's. I'm elated. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was, it was.
0: Imagine how elated you would be if you were if you had been there.
1: Oh, I. Whew, I we wouldn't have won potentially if Yeah, I that's been there. true. Good so point. That's, Fair point. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, but I am really sad on a number of things. I just noticed that they were giving away Chipotle
0: gift cards at the game. Yeah, I think those got gone real quick because when we rolled up, I didn't even see the nanny stuff that they were giving away. Gary, yeah. I did see that Gary got one. A copy oh, of it. Gary got one? So you'll have to go to no, Gary's right. house and watch it with him. Sadie's going up. crazy. I'm sorry. Sadie, there's a dog <laughs> walking by our house and she hears it and she's going crazy she's like running around whining that she can't go out and play with this dog <laughs>
1: even sadie is was excited about this game um even though she was not in attendance unfortunately she was there in spirit she was she, she was there uh i could i could hear her through the cast even uh <laughs> yeah but yeah it was uh it was a really fun game to watch it was it was yeah, it funny was. <laughs> because I was going to potentially pull a um a Chris Davis and uh and just not watch anything.
0: I was wondering I was going to ask grind. you if you watched it like if you knew about the result before you watched it. I did. Well, did. it okay. what was funny That's because, right, because I think you was, were on Twitter like saying you you called it basically. Basically, it, but it was funny
1: because right after Greenville was done, Greenville FC's game mm-hmm. um chris looked at me and said have you seen the score for the independence game and i'm like no i haven't seen anything but i could tell by the look on his face that it wasn't like have you seen the look at the score like it wasn't a bad thing it was like an elated face and Uh i was like wait what's going on i I got really happy um but yeah taking like three steps back since we haven't actually like started um with anything here
0: it, it i think we put out a pretty darn good lineup I, I would think all things um, considered kind of- as worried as we were about not having any healthy players, our lineup yeah. was fairly standard, uh, except for the center back pairing. Mm-hmm. We had Javon Watson playing, you know, out of position. Yeah. And Jung Su playing beside him. I thought they both looked really solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jung-Soo, I was was impressed with. Obviously, he's bounced back from his first game. I think getting more fit has helped. Although, you know, a lot of people said he still wasn't 100% fit, so I hope he didn't uh, do any damage to himself to keep him out, you know, the next Saturday Uh, because, you know, we're still thin at center back right now. Mm -hmm. So hopefully he stays fit uh Javon Watson was impressive again uh he you know I think I don't know he looked more natural I guess in a back in a as a center back pair as opposed to being in a back three maybe but I thought he I thought he looked outside of like one moment I thought he looked really good in Charleston as well though so Mm uh he's so far he's been a good pickup
1: Oh, yeah. I think – and it's remarkable to think that um, he was not I, – I mean, I'm assuming he trained in the offseason. He wanted to, to sign with the team since he did. But it's it's remarkable to think that he's been playing this exceptionally well in back-to-back 90-minute games without being on a team.
0: Right. Um, yeah, it, That's, it's, it's that really... speaks to his you know professionalism because yeah. when we picked him up, we – uh, we really needed him to play. You know, yeah. We had all the injuries, uh, and I guess maybe we did pick him up to be more center back depth, or maybe just you know all four positions on the back line. He can play, you know, pr- play well enough yeah. to fill in. Yeah, uh, but, he, or maybe he was be, a the, good... be the full time starter. I don't, I don't know. You know. Yeah,
1: he he looked very natural in that position, which I was. A little concerned about considering we didn't really know what his natural position is, mm-hmm. um, but he, he, he did really well. I, I think once – like we've seen in other games, we've had a lot of center backs that had not played together. Um, considering how high we were, our line and, and our attacking nature of the game, the, the fact that we were um, very – just controlling of possession and everything and, and our, our fullbacks were, were both very high, I think – I mean, I was just looking at the the uh, average position, and uh, Joel Johnson's a step above the halfway line, um, being the, the I guess the the midway point of the field, um, and and Sam Vines is just a little bit before that. It, it's remarkable to to see that they did as well as they did um, against a team that had scored ten goals in three games. Yeah, um, it, it's and they, and they were a very attacking team. That's that's one thing that's. Really stood out to me watching this game is that they had a lot of players running it, 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 on attack, and we we did pretty well all things considered. I mean, I don't think we really gave them too many opportunities. Not good ones. No. Yeah, they.
0: I can't remember many times where I thought. I mean, other other than the goal, obviously. Hmm. I, I can't remember any other times that were just like really solid chances that they should have scored or anything like that. Uh, I think the them scoring the one time I think was fair based on how we played defensively.
1: Yeah, we were very um, just the, the cohesion with the roster, especially considering the changes we had to, and that was a
0: a different, very different lineup. We mm kind of played without a defensive midfielder,
1: yeah, that's one Which thing I noticed, too. We didn't really have a holding worked. midfielder.
0: Yeah, it kind of worked, Yeah, it, uh, ECRA, it was almost like
1: Ekra and, and Fosser were alternating really yeah, well. Yeah,
0: because um, I mean, you mentioned the average positioning. If you look at their average positioning, they're both like side-by-side, side, and they yeah. are in the attacking half, both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, they were both very mobile. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were kind of popping up all over the field which gave the back line a lot of options, gave Brandon Miller a lot of options for distributing the ball out of the back. They just, it was the most comprehensive performance we've put together in a long time. Going back to even last season, it was just an all out team. Everybody on the field had a good game, you know, not a lot of mistakes. Just Mm -hmm. it's one of those, uh, I think, I mentioned in, like, my recap article that it's going to be, like, on the season... There's going to be a lot of end-of-the-season highlights coming from that game.
1: Yeah. It, it was It was a really... Because you think about it, like, the 4-1 scoreline, the Ottawa game, I think everyone kind of feels like was... We deserved to win the game, of course, but it didn't necessarily feel like we won 4-1. We didn't yeah. have maybe as many opportunities. Um, and this game could have been, I mean... Five or six to one. We had so many chances in this I, game. I, I feel uh, like
0: we absolutely deserved all four goals. In this, yeah. one. this wasn't like we should have only won 2-1 and maybe got lucky. Uh, I, I felt like we thoroughly deserved all four goals. All four goals were like mm-hmm. top quality. I mean, the buildup, the finishes, they were all – I mean, The fourth one, uh. I guess you could say the fourth one came about from like a sloppy giveaway kind of. But the collecting the ball, you know, in our own half, and and then immediately pressing into the attack, and the in the pass that Foster made, mm-hmm. right into Zayat's path, and the finish that he put on it, were the quality. touch on it too,
1: like it was just, it was, if I'm not mistaken, it was directly in stride with him. Mm-hmm. There's, a the There's a lot of that. There's a lot of those
0: passes that were just on the money all night.
1: Yeah. It's uh, it's remarkable to see because I, one thing we'd all been kind of concerned about was uh, the chemistry and, and everything and just we weren't making that final pass like we did tonight. Mm-hmm. And and we see what can happen when – I don't even want to say when everyone's on the same page, but when we all I, – I think we've learned again that when the team has their back against the wall um, and they're playing a, a tough opponent – they they rise to the occasion. I, I think we've noticed that a lot with this team. I think that's essentially a Jeffries um I don't want to say mantra, but it it's a recurring thing because we look back, I mean something I had thought about um with my prediction, even though it was essentially I don't even want to say I was very smart doing it because it was essentially just because I wanted to do it. But I mean, it, it was a very similar setup where we were going against a very good team, comparing to last year, yeah. being the New York Red Bulls. To I honestly thought we were going to lose that game based on our form, based on it, a lot of things, and they proved everybody wrong. Um, it, it's it's really and it's just really nice to see what can happen when
0: um, when we're all when everything's clicking. collectively together. Yeah, uh,
1: and everything's clicking. That's that's what I'm trying to that say. That was
0: like. That was my big takeaway is that, like you said, everybody really was on the same page. Like yep. they were reading each other well. They were reading the game well. There wasn't all, There wasn't as much hesitation. No, they, absolutely. You know, we weren't overthinking it in the final third. And we controlled the midfield. I think that absolutely. was the biggest advantage mm-hmm. we had in the game is we absolutely dominated the middle of the field. And because of that, we didn't have to put in as many aimless crosses. We only put in – 14 or 15 crosses this game as okay. opposed to, you know, 25 or 30 like we normally yeah. do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if we can keep our crosses to between 12 and 15, 12 and 18, we're going to be in much better positions I think in the attacking third because yeah. it's just it just seems like I mean and even some of the crosses were really really good from Joel Johnson. Uh, mm-hmm. I can think of one like inside of five minutes where he found Jorge, you know, in near the penalty spot, and he put it just over with a header. That moment, yeah, like, it was that was like, the third minute too. It was I like I saw okay, was like, wow. they brought their they're, they they they're bringing it tonight. Like you could, it was just you could just feel mm-hmm. it. Um, yep, it was. Man, it was such a blast to watch. Yeah, I uh,
1: I imagine so. It's just and it was a, a really. Exciting game to watch, even though I knew the score. Like, I mean, it, it, the other thing I'll, I'll say, too, is that it really feels like we essentially dominated them. Um, I I don't want to use that term lightly, but like you said in the midfield, their midfield was non-existent, I think. I mean, I, I think there's a lot of contributing factors to that. Um, it, I think they play such an attacking mindset – um of or talking style that they're a little um deceptive in the midfield and that's exactly what we want to do. We want to distribute people, we want to move people around, and that's exactly what we did. I think the other thing I'll say too is it feels like and someone can correct me if I'm wrong on this, because I have not honestly seen a lot of FC Cincinnati this year, really at all, other than highlights but it feels like they don't necessarily have a strong defensive minded midfield. Um, they were very physical. I'll say that, but they didn't necessarily have like an enforcer to, to stop plays going on and things like that. Um, yeah, I don't, it feels like a lot of their midfield was very attack minded. And because of that, I feel like we were able to capitalize and move people around, move their center backs around, um, Yeah, it was just a really exciting game to watch. I mean, especially the first goal. I mean,
0: yep, that first that first goal was fantastic. It felt like, I mean, I'm glad we scored when we did because we had put together so many good chances Mm -hmm. before that. That had we not scored in the first half, I felt like maybe we could have gotten frustrated and started to get into some of our old habits. Of Very just putting easy. the ball out wide and hoping and hitting, putting in a hopeful cross, but we, I mean that it was just an absolutely brilliant turn and finish from Cato, and, mm-hmm. and the build up was good too. Don't get me wrong. That you know, Jorge found space on the left and put the put in a really good pass, um, and I think Cato. I mean, not that the keeper could have done anything about it if he had not been taken by surprise, but I think Cato took the keeper by surprise. But then he put it into the absolute top corner.
1: Yeah, he put it in an unsavable position. That that, I think
0: that one should definitely be up for goal of the week.
1: Yeah, the build and that's the thing. The buildup was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Herrera was an exceptional form. And Jorge was like,
0: it was one of those (sighs) like he he didn't even get as many touches as he normally does. Uh, But he was when he did touch the ball, he was really good with it.
1: Yeah, he that's the other thing too it felt like it, it almost felt like we were in a different style as in sense cuz like you said we didn't necessarily have a uh, a holding midfielder so it almost felt like we were playing more of a, a quick pass style mm-hmm. where we wanted to get the ball around and 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 move people around essentially um rather than have a guy sit and hold the ball um Jan did a little bit of that like he always does um, but Jan had a great game, even even without his goal. I, th- I thought he had a an exceptional game.
0: Yeah, the um, Jan Ekra fan club, the, the was was the, the hype train was like very very much going in Jacks Melissa section. There was yeah. uh, obviously Jason, the the uh, president of the Jan Ekra fan club,
1: founder, was excited and CEO,
0: and then yeah. me after choosing him for my five aside team, and then him going out and having the most phenomenal game he's had in a while, maybe ever as an independence player. Yeah, I'm just saying I j- I'm, I'm a member of the Jan Aker fan club. And yeah. then we also have a third I, member. Evan Flynn brought a friend to the game. I, kn- I didn't catch his name, but he's from Philadelphia. That's what I knew about. So I was calling him Philly. He was also <laughs> jumping on the Jan Aker fan club train. There let you me go. first, let me also say, like I'm going to be the president of the Kai Vosser fan club because – Oh yeah. He was phenomenal. He he yeah, was my he, he was the man of the match in my opinion. Ooh, you think so? Interesting. Yeah, I think very so. interesting. I mean there's that's, uh I mean, there's like four candidates, which is a lot you yeah. can say, but but they all could easily be man of the match. But for me it was it was Vosser. Everything went through him.
1: Yeah, that that's definitely fair. It 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 almost felt like him and Herrera were playing like similar roles in a way. It's just—it's really hard to tell because it felt like this was a, a completely different s- strategy type game. Uh, it, I think—I mean, I may be overthinking it or incorrect, but it just—the—the the evolution of Jeffrey's style is—it's hard to keep up with.
0: I—it I, was I, a little bit—I see what you're saying. It was a little bit less focused on being direct and quick counters and uh playing a lot of long balls. because uh, our like our crosses were down, so were our long passes. So mm-hmm. it was definitely more of a shift to last season in, in more classic Jeffries style. The uh the tiki taka almost, if you will, more uh defend with the ball, that kind of thing. Um yeah. and we just I I, we just played really well. We executed the game plan to perfection, and that's the kind of performance that we really needed. Like I mean, we Absolutely. really needed it.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I mean, th- we're at a point in the season now, especially with the the U.S. Uh, Open Cup coming up um, very shortly. Obviously, where if if we don't catch momentum, um, like we we normally end up doing. About this time, then, like, the season can go in a completely different direction. I mean, yeah. we hadn't scored in four games. Um, I, I'm really glad because, uh, like I said on Cincy Soccer Talk when I did the the preview with them, I was a little hesitant, I, I was still optimistic with our squad, but I was getting a little concerned that we were going to be able to turn the corner, um, from this, from the adversity that we've had. Um, but really, I mean, it, there's just so many positives to take from this game um especially against essentially the best team in the eastern conference um i mean I, I i definitely do think that they did have some some changes to their their starting 11 but they still played a lot of their really strong players um, yeah i don't think
0: this was a case of like cincinnati not playing well or like you know what i mean like it yeah. wasn't like they were just terrible we just outplayed them which I was, you know, I'll take a 4-1 victory regardless, but it was nice to go up against, you know, one of the top teams in the East and just kick their butt and and yeah. not be them making a bunch of crucial mistakes. It was just flat out we, we stood toe-to-toe with them and we were better. So uh, do you want to break down any of the goals individually or do you want to talk about any of the players' individual performances or what?
1: yeah I mean, I'd definitely like to talk about one thing that really stood out to me as well um uh, and we've we've talked about this back and forth but the the shifting between players and essentially once again it really feels like to me that the the formation we're playing – I'm going to use air quotes on a podcast. But the formation we're playing is essentially null and void because there's so much shifting going on. I noticed Alex was a lot more – a good bit central this Alex game. Alex was cutting, cutting which,
0: in, which is when he's at his best, is when he's playing on the left side. Yeah. But he cuts in and spends most of his time connecting play in the center of the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, and he They were finally switched back, Cato and Alex and they, it, that worked, obviously. <laughs> yeah. They both looked a lot more comfortable because Cato is not necessarily a get down the line and put across in winger either, despite no. being right-footed. He's still more, but he's more of a tricky, like he, he cuts inside, but not necessarily to connect play. It's more to get shots off and, and put balls across the box, like on the ground. And then we mm-hmm. have like Joel Johnson is kind of that classic get down the line and put a cross in, and even yep. though he's playing in the fullback position.
1: And I, I really hope moving forward that we have them on the same side of the field because there was a moment later in the game where there somebody made a pass towards their direction and Cato essentially held off the defender so that Joel Johnson could get on his horse and drive that ball towards the down the sideline which was a really remarkable moment, I thought. It was the opposite side from Jack's Militia, so it may have been a little harder to see. Yep. But it was a really cool moment. because And they they showed some really good chemistry together in this game that um, I think essentially shows why they should be playing on the same side.
0: Yeah, I, I like them on the same side because they are, their pace is so – it's such a threat. Like Yeah. On the counter, in the buildup, they just – Late in games, they can just run past people, but also they just they have really good chemistry, like you said um but yeah i don't I don't remember that specific moment, but if it was past like the seventieth minute, uh the Jacks Melissa section had just turned into an all out party uh, yeah because it felt you know it feels so good to win again, It feels so good to yeah. score a freaking goal again. We hadn't scored a goal in more than a month, so it yeah. was you know it was dark times before this game. <laughs> So There wasn't much to party about in jack's malicious section
1: no yeah we we may see the return of uh second yellow um I feel like uh um, Gary may re- uh, return from his uh sad slumber to uh grace's with his dulcet uh tones um but yeah, there was it, the other thing too that I noticed is that as the game went on and we continued to control possession, um I don't really think this stats dictate. The way possession ran in the game, certainly not in the first half. Yeah, when I I looked up the
0: when I looked up the stats, I was surprised to see that we did not have more possession. But then I remembered maybe after the third goal, maybe we just sat back a little bit more and allowed them to kind of play the ball around. But like I said, seventieth minute, we started just. I mean, we were just we we were screaming our songs instead of singing them. It was crazy. (laughs)
1: I, I definitely can't say I blame you on that one. And it was – the other thing too is it, it seemed like as the possession continued to happen for us and we continue to get numerous chances. Like we had we – had, like you said earlier, it, it was good to have that goal because we had a number of really solid chances that
0: – Yeah, I think um, Fosser put one just a little bit wide from mm-hmm. outside the box. Uh, I want to say – I already talked about the Jorge header. I feel like there was one or two others that were, you know, off-target, air quotes shots that were just barely outside of the post. I don't think we. I think our first shot on target was the goal. Uh, If I'm, I I mean, I'm doing this on raw memory. I told you I didn't want to overanalyze. I wanted to just go off of what I saw last night. Pure emotion. Yeah, Yeah, I I, I would
1: probably agree (laughs) with that as well. Even I probably should know more since I just watched the game. But um, the other thing too is it almost felt like we were frustrating Cincinnati um, in their attack and their midfield. Um, It's, I I don't want to say, I say this hesitantly, but they're a very physical team, Um, which, I mean, we are as well. So, I, I mean, I can't say too much about them being more physical than us, but there was just a lot of moments throughout the game where there was a lot of physicality. Oddly enough, and I think they earned every single yellow card they got. Um, Other than the Richie Ryan one where the guy was bleeding. I have no idea what was happening there. That one was – I don't know when that was. uh, Okay. Do you see what happened on that? Because I have no uh, idea what happened to me. It looks to
0: me – what we thought it was was that he – I don't know. Because they pulled him off the field and so we weren't sure – if he was getting a card, because he had just come on, didn't he? He was like um, – he, he, No, he was he started for them. Okay, so it happened during the substitution I guess. Maybe the guy noticed the blood and told him he had to go change shirts and he just got angry because it says on here it was a yellow card for descent. Oh. So I'm guessing that's what it was. He, he was bleeding because their, their kit man went into uh, like full sprint from the bench to the locker room, when right after that happened, so I'm just assuming really? that that's that was the situation is that they told him he had to change shirts and he didn't want to.
1: <laughs> that's interesting. Well, because I don't know if y'all could tell, I could definitely tell on the stream. Obviously, he was like gushing blood from his from his elbow. Like well, his, then that's, his forearm. Yeah,
0: you can't. If you're bleeding, yeah. like you have to receive treatment. Like that's kind of mm-hmm. that's a rule. Yeah, uh, that's
1: a pretty standard thing in soccer. Where it, you can't. I mean, be that's all sports. Ble-
0: that's like you you can't be on the field if you're bleeding or on the court if you're bleeding it's like a it's a health risk <laughs> exactly so um, that's not like i mean that's that's in youth sports professional i don't to get angry about that is kind of silly to the point where yeah. you pick up a card for dissent i learned this uh well after the game apparently alex picked up a card for dissent i didn't i didn't notice right yeah i don't know what yeah. was up with that either i think it was that was our only yellow card of the night.
1: Yeah, I, I, it's funny because right before that, I was I was writing down notes and I was thinking to myself, "This was the most un the most un Alex Martinez game we've ever seen out of him." Um, I don't know how. I still don't know how he got the yellow card. It was in that scuffle where um, Watson fouled allegedly. He didn't actually foul him. Oh, I definitely want to talk about that. <clears throat> he fouled Ledesma at the top of the box where um Ledesma had the uh the shot um from the free kick oh that, yeah that uh, was not foul. Saved. that was no bad. oh no he literally dove like he yeah, exaggerated he, he he, Watson was going to he would have stepped on him but like <laughs> but he he moved his foot out of the way which I guess I mean given that technically it would have been a foul if he would have stood there but the other thing too is the tackle Ledesma had on Johnson that was it was right next to y'all's section and he tackled him from behind on the opposite side of where the ball was yes
0: I, yes i, I remember, you that, remember that, one. that yeah
1: yeah i couldn't believe that he tried to uh argue that call cuz it's a reckless tackle the ball's nowhere near him i'm amazed the ref didn't come out with the card earlier that's one thing um, I mean, he, but, he but was, Kudos to Ledesma. He was, he letting was a it good. Go
0: a lot. Yeah, he was very good. I don't know if yeah. he got pulled because they were just trying to change the tactics up late because I don't know anything about Welshman. Maybe he's more of a goal threat. Um, I think so. I know he's like an aerial type threat. I, he had a really good
1: goal. I was telling in the you, season, like,
0: the only time I was ever worried was when Ledesma was on the ball because he, mm-hmm. I mean, he was the one who set up their one goal. Um, mm-hmm. I thought Sam Vines could have done a little bit better on that, uh, but that's nitpicking. Yeah, um, that was
1: it was an odd moment. It was definitely he just got
0: caught by surprise, and and then he got yeah. caught. He wasn't able to to uh, make him go outside and down the line. He Ledesma got inside of him, and then he was pretty much toast after that. Yeah, and, and then I noticed, Ledesma played the played a perfect pass, you know, right to in between Miller and Watson.
1: Mm hmm. So that yeah, way, and there I mean, was a weird moment where, uh, Jung Su was way out of position. Um, I, I really couldn't tell based on the camera why, wh- what he was doing, where he was, what his thought process was, anything like that. I don't remember
0: um, any Jung Su moments, which is good. I mean, if you're a center back and yeah. like, it's kind of like being an offensive lightman in American football, like if nobody notices you, you're probably having a good game. Yep. um, um the other thing too that I found hilarious in
1: this game, um, I don't know if y'all noticed it, but it was in that same collection of when Ledesma got fouled at the top of the box. Mm-hmm. I may be reading into this, but Zayad kept like flopping his arm around, like <laughs> and like at, like a he kept flopping his arm around and also like looking with like a disgusted face. I'm pretty sure he was talking about Ledesma flopping. I really, I'm gonna, I really wish I could this that. Uh, usl was still on youtube because i would make a gif of it because it was hilarious to me it may have had nothing to do with the moment but i'm still gonna I'm, i still believe it was um the other physical thing that i thought was weird too was when uh when johnson got fouled and i who got the yellow card for that one it may have been um it was it was forced lasso when Forrest lasso like got him in the back which i'm not actually sure if he did foul him i'll admit but Lahoud, the guy with the the big hair, went to help him up, and like Johnson wanted none of it. <laughs> it was the it was a hilarious moment.
0: Um, I didn't notice that. I also, yeah, Forrest was, Lasso's yellow card was for other reason, according to usl.com.
1: I just noticed that too, which I don't. I've never even like that's just a miscellaneous I filler. guess that could be
0: anything. They yeah. don't maybe i don't know maybe unsporting behavior i feel like they don't usually put unsporting behavior as a reason they usually put foul or dissent or something along those lines so maybe it's maybe, maybe. they just have three categories foul dissent yeah. and other
1: maybe i guess the the less uh, words the better in that sense um but yeah it was a really just a really physical game and it, it definitely feels like we just we frustrated them um Pretty early on, uh, with the the amount of possession that we had for them, um, and just controlling the tempo of the game, I think. Um, I still can't tell. I, I, I wish I had there was a better angle for it. But Ekra's goal still confounds me, because the way he hit it, it it I know it wasn't deflected because it couldn't have been based on the camera angle. But like, it amazes me that it was not deflected with how it the trajectory it took and the fact that the keeper didn't even move.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I've only seen it on the highlights and then live, of course. But yeah. I when he first was taking the shot, it did not appear that it was going in. And maybe hmm. I was ju- judging that based on the keeper not moving. But I was just, you know, I was not expecting a goal when he shot. I was just like, oh, he shot it wide. And then it hit the back of the net and it was like, Oh my god, Jan Ekra scored. Like yeah. boom. Mm-hmm. First goal for the club. He's been on the team for yep. what, like three years now? Is this his third or fourth um, season with the with the Independents? Third year, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because twenty sixteen he played a little bit for us. Seventeen was last year, and this year's yeah, third year. Yeah. Um
0: which it was a really good move by Alex. That move by Alex, he did Alex, a very seriously. Alex was move crucial in, in the second and the third goal. He mm-hmm. only got the assist on the Ekra goal, I think. Cause he gets a he would get the second assist if USL counted second assists on the Mm-mm. third goal. But yeah, yeah he just, was he was brilliant with both. Uh yeah. the his dribbling and his everything was just like perfect. Uh yeah. sometimes I think he can over dribble and hold onto the ball a little bit too long. There was none of that tonight. Like yep. he was he knew exactly when to release the ball and when to hold on to it and and when to carry it forward he was he was excellent as well I mean everybody was excellent that that's just the running theme really I mean we haven't even mentioned Brandon Miller Brandon Miller stepped in yep. uh and was really solid he just makes i don't know he didn't look like he expounded much effort like yeah <laughs> he just like he made every save look easy he made everything look comfortable. Mm-hmm. He looked so confident. He was organizing everybody really well. Clearly, um, yep. It, it's just I don't know. I, I like yeah, him as our future number
1: one. I I couldn't agree more. He every time he was called upon, I believe he had the five saves. He just he made decisive moves. He made the correct to decision i think even on the goal that yeah. was allowed he came he, off his
0: line but i think if he doesn't I think come that's off what his he line, had to do yeah if he doesn't come off his line koenig is still gonna be in on goal and it's gonna Absolutely. be one-on-one with him and probably still scores uh, yeah
1: I, I think you have to come off your line in that move because the defense is breaking down the only real chance you have is to limit his
0: angle. I will say, and I will say he did that really well. Like Koenig's yeah. touch almost took him to the point where he couldn't finish it. Like Koenig mm-hmm. played it around him rather than, uh, try to like chip it over him. Uh, yep. and he got, it was a really narrow angle there on the Cause that one happened right in front of me. So I got, yeah. I had a really good view of that one. He, it was a really good finish. Because he didn't yeah. make it easy on himself with his touch, yeah because um, he took it towards the right side he took it towards mistaken. the yeah. towards the end line and almost took mm-hmm. it too far, so it was it was a really good finish from him and, and like I said, I thought Vines could have done better uh maybe Watson could have done better, but I, I can't complain too much you're when you're yeah. playing a team as good as Cincinnati you're it's gonna be hard to keep them scoreless, regardless Absolutely. of how many goals we scored like it was it was a it was a good goal hard to take too much away from them
1: it kind of felt almost felt like the um not necessarily the same way but almost felt like the the charleston goal that we let up the the first one we let up against a the atula guerra scored Mm -hmm. where it was just a it was not a complete breakdown by the defense but there was a player making a run a player making a really good pass and then a good shot on goal.
0: Yeah. There's, Um, I mean, there's Anytime somebody scores, you can find somebody on the defense to blame. But I think a lot of times it's just, you have to tip your cap to the attackers. Um, Oh yeah. But so let's briefly hit on how beautiful that third goal was because once again, they Cincinnati had scored and it was like, everyone was a little nervous after that. It was like, Oh, that was early are we just going to sit back and hold on for dear life for the next like half hour Mm -hmm. Uh, or it would have been more than half an hour, been almost 40 minutes. Uh, Yeah. Or are we going to stay on the front foot? And obviously we stayed on the front foot uh, because the answer came in the 57th minute by Kai Vosser. Uh, Mm -hmm. Alex did a little turn, pirouette it around the halfway line and then blew past Kenny Walker uh, yep. That was beautiful. And then laid it off to Jorge, who... Jorge... God, he's so good. Yeah. Just a little back heel flick uh, mm-hmm. to, w- into acres of space. And Vosser made a yep. good run. And Va- if you watch the highlight, uh, watch the GIF version that the Independence posted, where it focuses more on Fosser than it does like on the wide angle. It's more <laughs> zoomed in. He, <clears throat> like... He lets the ball run like an extra – he takes an extra couple of steps before he hits it, mm. and I think that is actually what made the difference because he, he – there was a moment where you can see him start to take the shot and he kind yeah. of waits, he hesitates enough to maybe trick the defenders and the goalkeeper, and he lets it run just a few – and takes like two more steps and then strikes it. it it's, it's just really quality from him. I, you know, hmm. I, I, we had our doubts about whether or not he could play in the midfield, in the center. I did, hundred uh, percent, and I was he's absolutely proving he was us work. to be idiots, which is not hard to do. Yeah, but he, he, his he was IQ, that finish was class.
1: It really feels like he's almost like a more centralized version of Herrera.
0: I did like, like a deeper lying is, Herrera. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are you just saying a that deeper. because they look alike on the field? No, they, they wear their they, hair the same way. And it's like the same color.
1: I mean, he is like an evil twin version of Herrera.
0: <laughs> um, don't you say that about him? No, like Kai he, but he's fan club Cizarro. president right here. <laughs> don't, I, don't you do I, that.
1: I, I, I love his play as well. It's, but it's also, here's something I really want to touch base on and see what you think about this from the Kai Vassar fan club president. When Kivon is healthy who does he replace? Or do we even replace him based on this
0: experience? I think you – that's tough. I think obviously yeah. the, the, the obvious answer is that he slots in for Ekra. But if – I think it just depends on the matchup. If we're going to play yeah, fair. on the road and we're going to maybe play a little bit more defensive – then i think mm-hmm. maybe you play uh kevon and ecker or kevon and foster you don't but if we're going to play at home against maybe a lesser opponent or maybe even when we go on the road and play tra- uh toronto next week yep. if if everybody's healthy and available i would like this you know if i wouldn't mind seeing the same 11 that played last night because that if we're going to play to p- possess the ball the way we did last night uh mm-hmm. Ekra and Vosser fit really well. They 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 fit really well together during the game. If they yeah. can play at that at that level, if mm-hmm. they're going to drop off a little bit, um, I mean maybe there's a discussion there. And it, don't get me wrong, Kivon is really good, but he's not going to play the passes the same way. Mm-hmm. If that makes I, sense, I, like he's mo- way more of a defensive presence. He's not going to get up the field the way Ekra and Foster do. Like they were, absolutely. they were playing the ball in and around the box at times. I don't think you're ever mm-hmm. going to see Kivon closer to the goal. I mean, except on set pieces, he's not going to be more than or less than 30, 40 yards from the, from the goal.
1: Yeah. I, I think that's definitely what it comes down to. And it's, it's strategy. Um, and it's the, the the team we play
0: against. Um, mm-hmm. I could even I see wanna... I, and this yeah. would be a change. This would be like a change in tactics. I could see us playing more of a four three three and play all three of those guys. If you wanted to give Jorge a rest, or if you wanted mm-hmm. to play Jorge as more of a false nine in a four three three, and have uh, maybe you could put Kevon in the middle of a of a. Central, mid, like a true cent, because we technically have a midfield three now, but Herrera plays way more as a forward than he does a midfielder. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you, I could see Ekra and Foster playing just slightly in front of Kivon. Uh, I don't think we'll, I don't think we'll, we'll see that though, because that's just not Jeffrey's style. But if mm-hmm. we wanted to play more of a four three three, that you, I, those three, I think could fit together. Yeah, but, uh, I think, it's, I think it's, a good problem. it's a good problem to have. We talked yeah. about this at the beginning of the year with all these seemingly high-quality midfield because don't forget, we also have Greg Jordan who's injured. Greg Jordan yeah. is quality. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a good problem to have in that position. Yeah. That's such an important area of the field. If you can win that battle, like nine times out of ten, you're going to win the game. I mean, unless your defense don't. is just terrible or your attackers can't finish anything, Like if you can control the middle of the field – uh more than, more often than not you're going to win the game.
1: Yeah. So I think fact, that's yeah. a a good point because I think this is probably similar to the Ottawa game the best midfield performance we've seen. Um oh, this and I'll is far even say this, the Ottawa game. Well, definitely definitely more for, than the Ottawa game, but I think comparing it to the other games this year, I think it's the best performance we've gotten out of the midfield. Mm-hmm. Um compared that's to the fair. other team as well. I also think the more I think about it especially when we had leads last year, like think the, I want to say the Toronto game that we ended up losing. We, um, we had an early lead if I'm not mistaken in that, like the Cincinnati game, different games like that where we w- we got a lead fairly early. It felt like we reserved ourselves and didn't <clears throat> continue on the attacking, um, attacking foot. This, I think going back to what Jason kind of asked a little, a couple games ago, if that,
0: about a full 90, really good game. I think this is it. A complete, what, what was it, a, if we played a complete game?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah complete the, 90, I would absolutely agree 90. this
0: was a complete game.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you just look at the amount of shots we had, the amount of just really solid
0: opportunities. I mean, we had 15, 15 shots. 15 shots, and I want to say probably 10 of them were really high-quality shots.
1: Yeah. Which the one thing I noticed too is, um, which let me not forget this too. I'm pretty sure 15 total shots is as many shots as we had the last two games. I would believe it. Pretty sure on that. Maybe I'm not going to go look it up, but I would believe it. Technically. Yeah. I, it's, it's very close, which is shows you how good we were. Um, and how many opportunities we had as well. Um, but I think another like major contributing factor is that how we dominated Cincinnati is really that we just didn't we limited their space for their players because with the goal they scored they had space to run and they moved people around and they they seemingly didn't have any room to run um, which I believe frustrated them like a lot of other things in the game.
0: Yeah, I think. Um, I think, I think Ekra and Vosser put in a good sensitive. performance defensively, protecting the backline as well. They mm-hmm. they didn't put in as many tackles as maybe Kevon would, but they were a good pair. Yep. They would track and cover pretty well.
1: Yeah, I I, w- I would definitely agree with that. And and Cato and and Alex covered really well as yeah, well. Yeah, they and, um, and
0: that's something that's nice to have in in wingers. They don't. Neither one of them are consistently going to not track back, you know, occasionally they might get frustrated or tired and they might not always track back, uh, you know, immediately, but for the most part they track back and they help out defensively, which helps, especially with Alex kind of helping, uh, you know, Sam Vines there on the left, but you know, I thought Sam Vines had a really solid game as well.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I it was a quiet a, game
0: from him, but but it was solid. Yeah, but it was a. There was never a
1: moment. His performance this year, and the fact that we've needed him as much as we've needed him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He, I mean, he, he's he needs to be up there in the discussion of players that have progressed consistently. I mean, the first couple games he he had some moments here and there, mm-hmm. but he's continually gotten better. His game has gotten better through, throughout every game that he's played. And I think, uh, I mean, I don't, I'm not 100% sure on this stat, but I feel like he's he's played three-fourths of the minutes available. He's played a large portion for this year. Has
0: he played in every game? Okay, yeah. that Because that I think he's either started or come off the bench every game. I want it off, I'm off the top of my head. I don't know about Indy because I never watched that one. I assume he played because I think Donnie's been hurt. Since Yeah. Donnie did not did Donnie play against NCFC? Uh I think, I think he, that's
1: the game he started,
0: I, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's the last game he played was NCFC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I think you are right that um I'm just doing uh, that off the top of my head. I don't know that he's played every game. I'm, I'm, I'm fairly confident sure. that he has. Yeah, he and we is don't have one many players that have played every game. I think maybe five he, players that have played every game. There's five players that have played every game. Mm-hmm. Cato, Jorge, and Vines, and there's Cato, two more. Jorge, oh, Johnson. Vines, Johnson and.
1: This one's tough because he hasn't. He's only had five starts. Mm, this is tough. Who is it? It's Jan Ekra. Jan has ever played every that. game? He's played in eight games.
0: Wow, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Jan I Eker, mean, fan club member, didn't know that.
1: Yeah, I mean, he has only had 475 minutes.
0: Okay, so, so he's played a lot off the bench. Yeah, so he's that, definitely... That, that, I guess that's why I forgot.
1: Yeah, that, uh, but that's... it's. it's,
0: it's and it's he's really played central midfield in all eight of those games. He has not... They haven't tried to stick him as an attacking midfielder or a striker, which has been nice.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I was a little like terrified that we were going to somewhat see that with the U S open Cup uh, coming up. I was, a I'm nervous about the of... open.
0: We can get into that. Uh, if you want to, I feel like that's a good oh. transition point because yeah, nobody is, uh, yeah, am we can skip, we can wait for the questions because no, I'm surprised nobody asked questions about the open cup. Um, so we'll just Very do true. questions at the end, but, mm-hmm. uh, let me just shout out Amon Zayed for his first goal for the Independents before we move on. Uh, mm-hmm. Good finish. He had a he had a good game too. He was quite good.
1: Wasn't a good finish though. I don't. I, don't I thought, wanna, I I thought I don't, it was. I don't want to say it wasn't good, but it looked like
0: because it bounced, didn't it? I mean, does that make it not a good finish? That it bounced? I mean, you're playing <sighs> your game on grass. You're not going to always get it to roll perfect.
1: But it, I I don't know. I, I I hate playing devil's advocate on this, but it almost looked like he the the camera angles probably throwing me off, but it feels like the keeper could have saved that. I don't know. I I but regardless, he did have a really good nah, game. Nah, the keeper the thing, no.
0: That was it yes it bounced, but it wasn't because it was a bad strike. I'm watching it right now. Are it you it okay? did take a one-hop. But okay. it wasn't like he it was a first-time finish. He was running onto it. Like you're not going to always get a clean strike. He it was That's a good true. finish. It was slightly behind. The pass was slightly behind him, uh, and he had to kind of lean back. No, that was a good. That was a good finish. Okay. Okay. Don't be I, hating. I'll defer to you. Don't be I, hating. I,
1: w- I was about to compliment him because the thing the thing I loved about Zayed in this game is that he was our main striker, and he had oh just the one shot. Neither. <laughs> regardless, he was consistently threatening like the fact that he didn't score until what the 80 like 7th minute
0: yeah but it, it, it you know, like you said he was he was always in good positions he was making good runs because mm-hmm. he there were there were times where he made a run and it opened up space for a midfielder to come in behind exactly like he yep. he, he was using space well he was distribu he was uh not sure distributing he was passing well mm-hmm. he only had Holding 16 passes to. but it seemed like uh he was they were you know the ones that were incomplete were they weren't like terrible giveaways or anything yeah uh and he was he was pretty good in the air i thought he was at least as good as Calvert at his best if not better and, yeah, and I, I like i i like both of them a lot i think they're too similar to play on the field at the same time unless we're so. like desperately chasing the game because mm-hmm. i think tonight showed in, in our other games where it's been Calvert and Herrera, uh, I, we just play better when there's just one big target guy. Because two mm-hmm. two of them, it's just too tempting to just lump the ball up the field and hope one of them puts a header and flicks it on. Into sp- you know, it's just like yeah. it's, it, 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 it they clog up that space too much. Mm-hmm. But, but well, before we forget, before we the forget, open cup. Yes, well, let's move on um, to the Open Cup because we talked about that game for almost an hour.
1: Wow! Oh my goodness!
0: Okay, see, interesting. If we had lost, we would have talked about it for like ten minutes. <laughs> so it's much more fun to talk about when you win and score four goals. Absolutely. I
1: I'm really curious to see what type of lineup we're going to play. Um, well, I I see. Think... I'm
0: nervous that we're not going to have any of the young Colorado guys. I'm like I'm hopeful that we'll have them, but like yeah. in years past. We have not been – Colorado has elected to call back all of their loanies and play them for Colorado in the Open Cup. But, like, I really want to see Richie Perez get a start and get 90 minutes for for Mm -hmm. us. Uh, I I do want to see more from him. I think – Shout out to Richie Perez and his family. They came to Max. And let me tell you, they are, like, the most smiley – like happy family, they were they were Smiley, adorable. Happy they came in and like his, they his mom and dad had like the his name printed on the back of their independence jerseys, and like his dad yeah. like was coming up and high fiving uh, Gary or some I think it was Gary, like and just <laughs> like great game, great game. It was so cute. They sat That's next amazing. to us, and then Henry Kalungi cool. came in with his wife a little while later, and Henry came and said hey to everybody. So like I love our team, man. They're so great. Our players are Very awesome. Nice.
1: It's amazing when we have high quality or high like um, boards are tough um, caliber players that are good quality. I can't even think. Whatever, like they're good they're off they're good. the
0: field. They're nice people. Yes, yeah, they're, they're good humans. players good on humans. and off the
1: field. They're good humans. There you go. I like that. Yeah, they're good human beings. I agree. But I really hope. I think we'll see
0: Stedman. It's Stedman, isn't he it? He made his debut. He played about yeah. 30 seconds, but he made his debut. <laughs> that was the only yeah. thing I was surprised. I guess maybe he, Coach Jeffries could have been saving some of these younger guys for the Open Cup, and so he didn't want to risk an injury because we didn't make mm-hmm. a substitution until the 90th minute, and then we made all well. three of them. We put on Airmen, and then at 90 plus two, we put on Perez and Steedman.
1: I think it was essentially he just didn't want to change the flow of the game. That too, it could be I a little bit. I think he wanted to let yeah everybody get their run. Um I think we definitely will see some changes. Um the interesting thing is uh Daniel came in for Zayed, So
0: he would have been our striker. Um I think he can play which, that position. I mean, at he, that point in the game it doesn't matter. You can play you can stick him anywhere. But I think yeah. he's played as kind of the Jorge role is where he's played in preseason. It's yeah, kind right. of that like 22. floating number ten, but more of a forward number ten, if that makes sense. Mm.
1: No, I gotcha. I it almost is gonna be interesting to see Okay, so he's five ten. He's got some height though. I wasn't sure how tall he was. But it's almost gonna be interesting to see if him and if we do have Perez are gonna play like a similar back and forth style that Enzo and Jorge played together. I don't think really, so I, I think I, I think, think it's Perez tough to compare those more, to, of a,
0: but... more of a midfielder. Like the way central. Yeah, he's definitely he's okay. more he's he's more of a classic number ten or mm-hmm. like midfielder. Maybe even more of like a I don't know, we we don't really we I don't really have anybody on our roster that we could compare him to. He's just gonna be yeah. more of a creator based on what I have seen like in his highlights.
1: So almost like a Fosser in a way.
0: Uh, no, more not, not like Fosser, like more like a Mesut Ozil, but obviously not yeah. Mesut Ozil. Oh, like, a Mesut Ozil! Because, okay. as, Mesut Ozil is my favorite player, as we know. <laughs> like he's not, on, not. Nobody's gonna touch that level. No, but like he's more of that just pure creator.
1: I got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's gonna look to to give other people opportunities. Right. I think. The other thing is, I feel like we'll probably end up seeing. It's going to be really interesting to see who plays on the wings and who plays as the fullbacks.
0: I think it depends on if we get to keep Sam Vines or if Sam Vines is going to play in the Open Cup for Colorado. I think if we have Sam Vines, I think Sam Vines plays at left back and you have Airman and Moapi as the wings on Wednesday night. But if Mm -hmm. Sam Vines is going to be cup tied for Colorado, then I think we'll probably see Airman drop back and play left back and then we'll probably see Mowapi and Kato or Alex on the wing. That's what's That's gonna be fair. interesting is like because of all these injuries and and who knows some of the, you know some of these guys like Kevon, uh, Henry's obviously not injured. so we might see Henry in the open Cup uh, beside Doom maybe or we might see Ken Henry and Javon or Henry and Jungngsu like I I honestly have no idea what to expect. Yeah. We don't really have a true backup for Joel Johnson either. Uh, no so I think I mean, we, we could might see team, Watson out
1: there though maybe I mean I think yeah I don't know I don't know I not would necessarily work yeah could it's see like Foster there I'm kind of nervous
0: I'm kind of nervous about the, the open cup because yeah. like just because of all the injuries and we don't we're already not a huge we don't have a huge roster as it is Hmm. so you know if Calvert I mean, I guess Calvert's more – I would bet Calvert might go back to Colorado. I don't know, though. They have a lot They've of – They've got a lot of strikers. They have a lot of forwards that they could play in the Open Cup.
1: Like, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. It's a, there's, I, I would be amazed if anybody could predict the starting 11. I would even say five of the starting 11 correctly no, in their five, position.
0: We can predict five of the starting 11.
1: Five in Brand, okay. accurate position. You want me?
0: You want me to do five? I'll do five.
1: In in the accurate position. That's the thing.
0: If okay, are you coming to the game on Wednesday?
1: Um, more than likely. I may be late, but I'm gonna. I'm okay. Gonna try to if
0: beat. I get if I get five correct, you have to buy me a beer.
1: Okay. 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 I'm gonna do. I'll this. buy you a
0: beer. I'm gonna say Brandon Miller at goalkeeper, Joel Johnson at right back. Okay. Uh, Mowapi on. Do I have to get the correct side? Can I just say on the wing, or do I have to get it? Like I said 100%? correct position. You have to get okay, the exact. Okay, so he has to be position. correct position one hundred percent. Okay, uh, I'm going to say. All right, this scratch. I'll go Steedman, at that attacking midfield. Uh, whatever you want to call it, number ten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Dang, these last two are tricky. It's really dumb. Um, I'm going to say Henry Kalinji at center back. Mm -hmm. And then Ekra as one of the two deeper playing midfielders. I'm going to go safe here. Do I need to write this down?
1: definitely write this down tweet this out send me a message so we've got this written down somewhere. okay i'll i'll write um, it. Down. i don't have any
0: i'll make it like a note on my phone right now
1: there you go that that'll work if if though if all five of those are correct then i will buy you a beer if it's not then you buy me a beer that's how that's all the right way this that's
0: has to that, that's a fair that's fair
1: okay I, I i would definitely agree this is uh um it's gonna be fun i i, I really curious to see how the game goes and who and who we have starting and all those kinds of things. Um, do you want to jump into listener questions?
0: Yeah, let's do it. I think you have the first yeah. one, don't you? Or do I have the first one? No, you've got I have the first, first one. one from Richard. The first question comes from Richard Groves, uh, who has no knees, but we have. We have. Uh, <laughs> was that a chant? <laughs> yeah, that was a chant several times. <laughs> Richard asked, where's my wallet? Uh, I'm just going to guess Max, maybe. It's probably the last maybe place. Max? I mean, I left before you did, but I'm just going to... Could
1: be in Charleston. Have you lived in Charleston yet?
0: Well, no. I'm pretty sure he had it at Max because, well, I don't know that uh, he had it at Max. He had his phone. Mm. Sorry, Richard. I'm just going to guess at Max. If not, maybe at the Sportsplex or, in, or in your vehicle. That's a, that's possible as well.
1: Mm. Um, next one up is from Zach Leshner. I think I said that wrong. I know how to pronounce his name. I was Leich- I, think,
0: I thought it was Leichner. Leichner.
1: It's Leichner. That's how it is. I, sorry, Zach. Um, but uh, he asked, what sparked all the goals? Been trying to hold this in because I think there's a lot of contributing factors on why we scored as many goals as we did. I think a lot. I think a good portion of it is because it was. We had a lot of good opportunities that we hadn't had. Um we played very well, like we talked about. We were very decisive with our passes. We, were, um, we put balls where they needed to go and, what, and how those players wanted to get them, I think. The, the other factor, too, is I think there wasn't as much of a defensive presence in the midfield for them.
0: For, oh, for us? I don't
1: think. Okay, for them. For them, they yeah. They didn't have Which a think-
0: George-type player.
1: Exactly. They didn't because you think about it. The the Indy Eleven is a very defensive minded team. They're not going to let people run around. They're not going to let passes be built up like they were. Same thing with Charleston. Couldn't get anything going against them. Um, Cincinnati just didn't look like they had a very strong enforcer in the middle. Could be wrong on that, but that's that's the way it looked like in the game. Um, so I think that's another reason why. Um, we had as many goals as we, we scored. I think so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think it's just, we created much better chances. That that's my thing is we, mm-hmm. we were so much better in the buildup from like the halfway line into the final third. We were so much sharper. We made quicker decisions and we made better decisions. I mm-hmm. think uh, like, I mean, Alex had a phenomenal game. I don't think he made a wrong decision. All game and yeah. Cato, same thing, Herrera, Zayad, Ekra, Fosser. I mean, they were just all so good in the final third. It was, it would be hard to not score a lot of goals with the kind of performance that they put in.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely.
0: All right. Next question comes from Drew. Uh, what's Drew's last name? Is it Bartow? Mm-hmm. You met him last so. week. It's, is that how it's pronounced? Barto? Possibly. I haven't okay. actually asked him. Well, House Drew, House, but... Drew is a Charleston battery writer at soccer and sweet tea. So mm-hmm. he's a good guy. Uh, he asked, was counseling made available to FC Cincinnati players post game last night? Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I'm sure Jorge Herrera was available for counseling <laughs> because he's a saint, even though that yes. one guy elbowed him, but I'm sure yeah. like elbowed him in the face, but I'm bet you like 10 bucks. Jorge was like, it's okay, man. Like, God bless you. Like I absolve you we, your if sense. you need somebody to talk to, I'll be here after the game. There you go. Like that's probably the conversation that happened after he got up with the <laughs> face. Exactly. I would I would
1: definitely agree. Um, so the next question we got is from uh, Wade and uh, apologies that it took this long, but uh, shout out to Wade. I, I met him at the Charleston game um, he is a Independence super fan, is what I'll call him. He is uh, he lives in Columbia and is a an avid supporter of the Independence.
0: Um, right on, so as somebody cool who now guy. supports the Independence from an hour and a half or so away, right on, mm-hmm. just in the other direction.
1: Yeah, um, but he asked, um, "What do you think the score would have been if since he's normal starting keeper wouldn't have been hurt, which?" I don't know too much about their other keeper. I don't either. Um, I, I definitely know he's made some really exceptional saves. I mean, he was yeah, up for – Yeah, Mitch
0: Hildebrandt, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> but uh, but he uh, – I mean, he was up for USL Player of the Month the first month of
0: the, of the season. Okay, that was a joke. Shut up. Yeah. Moving on. He played two games in the first month. He shouldn't have been <laughs> nominated for Player of the Month.
1: I mean, he made some good nope, saves, though. don't care. I... <laughs>
0: nope. That was a fabricated thing by some Cincinnati media person. I know it. <laughs> um,
1: I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it would have made a, a difference, but I also think that the defense for Cincinnati, let not necessarily let us, but we got ourselves in really good positions to score. So I don't know that necessarily a different keeper would have made a huge difference.
0: Yeah, necessarily. I think He. the exact question is like, what would the score have been? Yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it would have been 4-1. Yeah. I don't think another keeper is going to save really any of the... Uh, I guess you could say maybe that last goal could have been saved, mm. uh, but it would have taken a really good save. Like any of those goal, like that first goal is not being saved. No, I don't think the third one's being saved. The second one by Ekra. If you save that, you are phenomenal. That, that would have been, that would have taken a phenomenal save. So mm-hmm. I, like they, they were just all, I don't think there were any like crucial goalkeeping errors.
1: I would agree with that. Um, I think it's, but more it's a good question to think about. Defense. Like, I don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. Like I said, I don't know how, I mean, maybe the guy is just, maybe the guy really is phenomenal, but I, Even at that case, then maybe at best case scenario, it's three to one. Yeah. but that's. I I think he he maybe saves a couple of those. A couple? Um, Because I don't know that. Maybe.
1: I I don't know. I I, I love Ekra and I loved Zayed's goal, but I think he maybe saves both of those.
0: No way. Saves both of those? Maybe. No way. I I don't know. No way. No way. We'll never know. Eckershot, uh, and watching the replay, Ekra's shot is so far into the right side. I mean, he would have had to. He was no, no way. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I got fired up there, but I don't think I don't. You you went and said he could have saved two, of, like those two. No, I just don't. I disagree. Agree to disagree, <laughs> sir. <laughs> okay, and our final question comes from former co-host <laughs> Chris. I say former co-host because he was the co-host while I was gone. Uh, yeah. He said, Finner's answering my question: Who are the five independence players that you'd play against with your five aside teams?" So we actually did answer this question. So maybe Kristen <laughs> listened closely enough. But you said you would play against a team full of Ryan Finlays I yes. think that's. I think that's technically an answer. Is it not?
1: I well, technically, I said that I'd play against one Ryan Finley and make him play against five players
0: oh okay
1: yeah well Which then let's just put together to a, to a quick to
0: roster then let's go ryan finley yeah uh casey um, townsend
1: yeah, oh casey Townsend. Um, poor guy um who are some players here. who
0: like never played uh do we
1: want to put a oh, i'm forgetting his name um the guy we thought that was going to get signed this year and never did because we Spies. saw him in a game who david Spees. yes david Spees. Um, sure. Who do Throw we? Um, I guess we could put Fairclaw in there since, so we can actually play a game again. Um,
0: poor guy. Poor guy. N- I kind of I kind of liked him. Not not going to lie. I kind of liked him. I
1: never thought he was bad. I'm actually still kind of surprised we didn't bring him back. But um,
0: oh, trying a major play burner on other. Players. There's number five as the keeper. Put, put play play against John. Do we burner. have to talk about him? I mean, burner. we're just playing against him. That's all. That's true. It, that, that's better than the the alternative, I suppose. So there, we did put we did it. We we're playing against starting those five. five guys. Question answered. <laughs> Although we technically answered it the first time. I'm I'm going to hold on to that. <laughs> so there are no more questions. We didn't get any uh any more questions, but uh yep. Yeah, Open Cup game on Wednesday at 7:30 mm-hmm. kickoff at yep. the Sportsplex uh it's nice to have a home game in the open cup to kick things off not having to go on the road although if we went on the road to the charlotte eagles this year which we couldn't have done because we're they're were, we're like in a different bracket than them but if nope. we had it would have been at the sportsplex i think because i think that's exactly. ten, i think that's their home field this year so mm-hmm. but no we won't be playing then uh, i don't no. think we could have played them anyways at any point because we're like on i think they're in the south and we're in the northeast that's true. speaking of the northeast we are playing the ocean city nor'easters i did mm-hmm. zero research on the ocean city nor'easters so i apologize all you ocean city nor'easters fans who came to this podcast to listen to us talk about <sighs> your team i don't know anything about you other than that you play in ocean city i assume that's new jersey and uh that you play in the pdl do they play in the PDL? I was about to figure that out because I wasn't sure where they actually play. All right, PDL guy. Although you guys are focused on the uh, the Carolina teams, place. so I'm gonna Google. I don't even know if Ocean City is in New Jersey. I oh, think it's it not. Is. It's in Maryland. Is it? Yeah, the one. The, the one when I when I typed in Ocean City, it said Maryland. The uh, first one that popped up. But there is well, an Ocean City, New Jersey. So I'm going now. I have to look it up nor Easter's. yeah but they um they are in yeah, they ocean city new jersey i was right new jersey Boom. you go. you know what you're talking about i did not know what i was talking about that was a <laughs> blind guess but i got it right yeah they beat who did they beat did they beat the mission Mich- no they beat ann arbor somebody to get yeah. to the second round an npsl team or a upsl team maybe they've got a lot of random players on their team what do you mean um, random like they've got guys a guy from Serbia. Know? Oh.
1: And, yeah. They've also... That's weird. They've got a guy that said he's, says he's from Westchester, Pennsylvania, but his flag definitely has is the Italian flag. That's strange. Um, they've also got somebody from Kerry. So, uh, Hot dog FC. Um, yeah, that's uh, about as far... Um, analysis
0: as we can do on this um oh my god oh no i was—I remember somebody told me this uh the other night or at max i think um yeah ryan finley is a former ocean city nor'easter player really so there you go there's, interesting there's, a, there's an independence connection full circle it's all coming uh it's all coming around I didn't realize yeah. that he played so many games for us. He played 21 games for the Independents in 2015 he and scored did. eight goals. He was pretty good. Yeah. He was the guy who like had an anger issue, though, right? Yeah, Isn't he was that just Chris like described a, as? Jerk. Yeah, as a jerk, apparently. He was apparently just a jerk. A jerk. Um, That's not cool, man. Don't be a
1: jerk. Oh, they've got somebody from Rochester, too. Now I really want to beat them. Mm. and Cincinnati. They got people from all over the place. Let, let's let just let's beat them. I, I like that idea.
0: I say let's beat them as well. Yeah. So everybody come out to the Plex. It's going to be a beautiful night, I'm sure. 7.30, kickoff. Hopefully it won't mm-hmm. be super hot. Uh, I think it may actually be supposed to rain that night. The ocean, Oh, come on. Don't say that. <laughs> the Open Cup magic is back. I love the Open Cup. It's a fun I hope, experience. I mean, I hope we wake a run. Mm-hmm. Remember, was it – did we – have to answer a question on the podcast about that? Or did we just have a conversation about that? About if we had to pick between making a deep run in the open cup or having better success in the, uh, regular season. I feel like we did. I'm not going to, we did have a it. question. like I that. feel like we did. And I picked, I would mm-hmm. rather go deep in the open cup and like get like the eight seed or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've yeah, already we gone like an hour and 15 minutes, so we won't go back into that, but no, um, the president of the Kaivasser fan club is signing off. Ben, do you have anything to add? Um, I don't, actually. I need to figure out what uh, player I am uh, president of their fan club. There's I, several there's options available, so just uh, take choose wisely. It uh, can't be, like, a star player, though. You can't be like, oh, I'm the Jorge Herrera president fan club. Like, everybody so- is the president of the Jorge Herrera fan club. <laughs> he has a dang bobblehead for crying out loud. Like, it has Very to true. be a more obscure player,
1: does it? So it's got to be like a hipster pick.
0: Uh, sure. Hip. I wouldn't have <laughs> used the word hipster, but as the Chalk and Jacks resident hipster, uh, <laughs> I'll allow it. Or okay, I, there you seeing go. as you are the resident hipster of Chalk Jacks, sorry, that made there it sound go. like I was the hipster.
1: Ah, no, you can't take that title from me. No, I but can't. I think that uh, I think that does it for this episode of uh and Jacks. Yeah
0: a good episode maybe it was just because it's such a good game i think so the uh, the strong form from the team i hope, team's I, hope the, over. I hope the form continues i'd like to see a few more goals on wednesday night mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. we can't see a home game for another like month oh yeah it's so be, sad yeah. but gives you even more incentive to come oh we just got a question do we answer it um, I think we can. I saw that, too. I wondered if you noticed that. This is going to be a
1: last-minute
0: Okay, last-minute question from Charles Houston, who, if you heard the brilliant uh, There's Only One Queen City chant, that was uh, right out of the brain of Charles Houston. Um, there you go. He asks... Crap, I just lost it. No, here it is. Do you think Brandon Miller will continue to be the number one keeper if, when, Dykstra returns? So I kind of answered this one earlier. I said, I hope Brandon Miller is our future number one. Uh yes. so I really hope he does. We I mean mm-hmm. I've been on the play Brandon Miller train for a while now. <laughs> Since like <laughs> my watch has been
1: saying Miller time for a long time. I noticed that, so. that
0: uh that's a very catchphrase. Like I think the team, I think tweeted it out. I think uh Ashley Mahoney has used it. It's catching on. That one might it's, it might uh, be Miller time.
1: It's catching steam. If it's Miller if time,
0: will. I'm happy with that. Because I, I, well. I just I like him more. I don't know why. Dykstra seems like a super cool guy. I just think Brandon Miller is a better goalkeeper. So it's nothing personal.
1: Mm-hmm. We still love you, Dykstra.
0: Do you agree or do you think? I do agree, yeah. I guess
1: yeah. I, I didn't really technically answer that question, did I? I will 100% agree uh, because every time he's been called upon uh, for games and for shots, he's he's – done what he's needed to how many times has he played now uh, just just the two
0: games two, yeah
1: just the two okay india 11 and uh um yeah uh, fc cincinnati those are the two times
0: all right well pretty you know two pretty good performances out of him then assuming i don't i didn't watch the india 11 game so i don't know that that was good but clean I heard sheet it was good. is a clean sheet that's yeah, true so all right guys uh we will see you and in- talk to you hopefully soon celebrating another victory on mm-hmm. talking jacks extra so come on you jacks there's only one